What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Markeith. Too smooth, the one and only. And today, we have a very, very, very special guest. I can't put enough varies on it because <laughs> y'all just don't know the magnitude of this man sitting next to me. Right. The one and only Joe Scott. How y'all doing? It's a blessing to be here with y'all. <laughs> Thank you for coming out, yeah, bro. Definitely. Yeah. But before we get started on today's episode, I don't know if y'all, Pete, we rocking some fresh gear right yes, here. Yes, indeed. Yes, you indeed. You know what I'm saying? Got the name on the hoodie. <laughs> Wait, also, yeah, oh, so yeah, let me show them see the hoodie. That's press. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. press. The hoodie also right. is satin line. Protect your ways, protect your hair, Good. all that kind of well, stuff. Tell them who it's by. This is by uh BM what 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 they call BMF Fairy Tale. Yeah, BMF Fairy Tale. Yeah, Brandon and Maya. They it's called Vinci Globali. You got this nice hat right here too. That's hard. Fire, chocolate, beautiful. <laughs> Vinci Globali. You know, that's the name of their uh Instagram page. Or you can follow them at BM Fairy Tale. Or you can follow them individually. It's right. in a link. But Go copy out something. It's real fire. Definitely. This real is nice. a black-owned luxury blend. Brand. I said bland. It ain't bland. <laughs> it's fresh. It's fresh. Right? <laughs> so go cop that. Definitely. Right, right. Right. But today is our season two finale. Thank God that we made it here. Thank God. Because it's been a long road. <laughs> Y'all really just don't know <laughs> how hard it's been to get a full season out. You know, shout out to everybody that's still kicking with us and all our fans and everybody who's been watching, everybody who's been helping but, man, let's go on and get into today's episode because I'm anxious to hear what you got to say. Definitely. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, first thing we have up here, what does it mean to us to be from the city of Baker? Because I don't really understand, like, the Joe Scott, we were in track together right. at Baker. <laughs> and, you know, like, we all went to Baker and Joe... Well, y'all call him Joe Scott. I call him Lester. Right. He's this big. He's this big known name and everything. Now he's doing many great things. He's rapping and he's like going on tour with people and stuff of that sort, featuring on these big, big albums and everything. But at the end of the day, he's still himself. Right. right. You know, he's still just that kid from Baker. So, right. what, what what's that like? Tell us about that slogan. Like how you got that, and you know, just just let us know. Bro, just really. Uh... It really, I think, hit me like wrong when I got to college, and like, uh, I had a scholarship to Alcorn, I but I, uh, I ain't had a grades, and I thought after I signed that letter of intent, that was it. But it went to a clearinghouse, and I, I ain't meet nothing. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> I, and I had to go to BRCC, and I had to trial with 97 people. I went from having a scholarship to having to walk on at a community college and trial with almost 100 people, Dang. and they was only keeping eight. And from Baker, you know, base that's not a baseball school, you know what I'm saying? Mm. People don't even know we got baseball. So. <laughs> and so to beat to beat some of the people I beat out from the places they was from and from the school they was from, it was just like, and all, it was so many people, they didn't know my name, they just know Baker, that's the Baker kid. You know, so mm. it just, it carried, it carried from being a kid in Baker to being an adult in Baker. And, you know, still chasing that dream, dog, and just, you know, just, Having that pride, bro, that pride just never went away. So when I stopped playing baseball, it just carried on to my regular life. Like, just being that kid from Baker, we got to be greedy. We really got to go get what we want. Like, being from Baker, you have no handouts. Like, nice. I don't know what it is about it, dog, but it's something <laughs> about it. You know what I'm saying? We get cheated. We have, like, a hard road. But, like, me, and I know, like, y'all, there's nothing to complain about. It's just mm-hmm. motivation. Right, yeah, right. Pretty much. So... Being from here prepared me for life, you know. So being from Baker, bro, just it just gets you ready for the real world. That's what I feel. If you, if you use your situation and come out on top how you supposed to, mm-hmm. how you can, right, right. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, just motivation, bro. That's I feel good. that. Yeah, that's good. 
What does what does it mean to you? I was about to go you next. All right. Uh, <laughs> I mean, but I pretty much agree with that because like Baker is kind of just like it's like when you go other places, they'd be like, "Where you from? Baker, Louisiana? What's that?" Yeah. <laughs> and right. be like, "Oh, Baton Rouge. Oh, we know that yeah, place. Right, you know, right, we right. be like, you know. So of course, like nobody knows what Baker is, where Baker is." None of that. Don't even know we exist. So right. it's kind of like wherever I go, it's kind of just like you know, I kind of got, I kind of got rough in my city because it's like we have so much talent down here, so much talent, crazy. so much like, like not just artists but also like uh, writers and actors and just all Makeup, kinds of creatives, all type of stuff, all yeah. kind of creatives and bomb athletes. But it's like, it's you're just a kid from Baker. You know, right. people don't necessarily look at Baker for anything, right? Like at all. Like even now, like you know, it's just like. Nobody comes here to to do any type of recruitment. At least back then we got like a few, a but few, now yeah. right. nobody does it at all. Now right. when I was yeah. up there working with the school, they had nobody come up there. Right, Nothing. and that's crazy, bro. That is insane. Right, especially the talent that we've seen. Oh yes, you know, crazy. over crazy. the years, crazy. Crazy. <laughs> come out of crazy. Baker, crazy, crazy, and for it dog. to be nothing, crazy, right, crazy, dog. <laughs> what you think about it? Thank uh, you. Honestly, y'all have said so much good stuff and so much true stuff, so much real stuff. Right, right. You know, it's like you have to be from Baker to really get it. It's almost like you grew up with a chip on your shoulder unintentionally because you're like, okay, I got to outwork the next person. I got to outrun the next person. For outhit fact, the person. For fame, you know, man. I got to outrun them. I got to outshoot them. Like, whatever it is that we're right. doing, you know, it's like we're the we're the city that, that time seems to forget. Right. You yeah. know, people don't come That's here crazy. for anything. <laughs> and it, it's it's crazy because you know just off camera a minute ago we were talking about when I was drum major for Southern and how big that was and like you were saying how many people you have to beat out for a position like that and like now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like dang it's crazy because you know when we when we got the Southern band and tell me if you remember this <laughs> they were like oh kids from Baker can't play for real they could just play concert music and you know they can't really they can't crank on the horn they're not really cold like that they're not technical like that. And it's like you have to have a certain certain uh, tenacity to get what you want in life. Right. Mm-hmm. And so to me, to be you know just a kid from Baker is like no matter how hard I go, how hard I try, no matter the heights that I reach, like Baker is still my home. Yeah, you any home for you, bro. Because yeah. it's not like how old are you? Twenty four. Twenty four. Twenty four. Twenty four. So right. So 24 years, you been in Baker all 24? Yep. So all 24 years here, bro, like, you done seen, like, you done seen the highs, you done seen the lowest, and you remember the grind because your life is that grind. You still right. here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you really could never let that grind go, and I feel like that's what keep a lot of us who doing something positive and doing what we want at a high level keep us humble, bro. Like, I feel like being from Baker... We some of the most humble people, bro. Look at Fredo. Like, we some of the most Facts. humble people, bro. I true. true. You know, like, and we can't help it because even when we when we reached our highest in baseball, we got put out the first round. And it was an accomplishment for us right. to lose in the first round of playoffs. That's big. So just, it just, your accomplishments don't even seem like accomplishments when you come from here. If you looking at the, out, if you have the same outlook as, Everybody else, everybody else goal is kind of different from ours, bro, because we got a scratch and claw for everything, so even the small blessings be major, you know, real talk. Definitely. Yeah, I agree with that. And so, like, it's funny that you would mention uh, Fred. Well, we know him as Fred. Right. Y'all know him as Fredo Bang. Right. You know, we all went to school together. Mm-hmm. But, like, 
he's up there with Fred. You know what I'm saying? That y'all were classmates. <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And it's crazy to see y'all reach these levels of success and still be true to who you are. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what makes that slogan, like, just a kid from Baker, so dope. Yeah. And it really internalize it. And, like, <laughs> I guess that would bring me to my next question. Um, you know, how has your environment and the experiences molded you into who you are and shaped your platform? Uh, without my experiences, I wouldn't even be sitting in this seat. You know what I'm saying? Like, my 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 path and the road that I had written for myself, totally different for what I'm doing now. So like, just everything that I experienced in Baker and you know everything that I went through around here, it kind of made me who I am today. And it, and, it's, and it's such a blessing, dog. Like you know what I'm saying. I be wishing that people could just walk in my shoes for them. Let from 15 to 20, if you walk in my shoes, you'll probably think I need like Oscars in my house. Like from the age of 15 to the age of 20. And, like, just to be going on 27 now, bro, and, you know, having friends who died when they was 12 and 17 and didn't get to graduate, you know, it just, that's the platform, you know, and that's why I don't I don't stray away from talking about pain in my music. I try my best to make it motivational pain music. I want you to know that, yeah, this struggle real, this is what I go through, but, you know, like, I ain't full. I'm still out here. I'm still smiling, like, right, right. and I'm, I'm this, this, this really me. Like my my energy, bro. Like, it's what you. It's on you what you do with the things you go through, and my the things I went through turned me into Joe Scott. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Real talk. True, true, true. How did you come up with that name? My name Lester Joe Scott. I didn't know Joe was your middle name. So look, this was crazy. This was You're crazy. Like so late. I, swear. I never knew that. Hey, I always want to like his name. Let's about Joe. My great great, my great great grandpa, he was from Magnolia, Mississippi. He died like in. I might be wrong. I know he was born in like the mid eighteen hundreds. He might have died in the early nineteens, but his name was Joe Scott, mm. and he was a slave. His parents were slaves, so you know it's just crazy. And I just learned that like a couple years ago. So the name. You know, I see. I, I kind of see why a little my family back in the Jeep when I first started is kind of be like, I get it now. You know, that, uh, just, ain't, no, that ain't no regular yeah, name. Okay, I'm just yeah. throwing around. So you know, that's why I do what I do with pride. Make sure it be something I could be proud of. That's yeah, dope. It's deep. Like that's, that. that's really full circle. This is like a real random memory right now. But tell me, do you remember this? Talk to me. 2013. It's like the beginning of the school year. Yeah. I'm walking in the hallway. <laughs> What was what was that hall by the office? Erka? Was it yeah, it was Erka Hall. Oh, right. Yeah, I'm walking down Erka Hall. <laughs> Mind you, I did not know him at the time. This is the beginning of the year. I'm walking, he's walking, there's nobody else in the hallway. You dropped your binder and you was like dance battle. You remember that? I swear. I don't, <laughs> you don't remember that. <laughs> I can I can see me though. I can see me. I was that that was me. I can see it. Say. I'm talking about I started going dumb in the hallway. And I, I was like, it, I can see it. Do bro. I know this guy? I can see it. Say. <laughs> that was the craziest thing. That, that was like my welcome right. to high school. Hey, that sounds all right. That sounds all right. Hey, bro, just that. That Baker. I tell everybody, bro, Baker High probably was the best school in the United States. Just Man. the love around it. It right? was. Even the gangsters show love. True. The dudes who around there selling drugs, they love you. Like, it ain't no <laughs> right. it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was amazing the experience. <laughs> <laughs> I, do sell drugs. 
I feel like everybody needs to experience a school like Baker at least once. At least exactly, once. man. I never forget. Okay, now I'm gonna get back on topic. I never forget when I <laughs> experienced my first fight at Baker. You know, in middle school when people fight, you were running. Oh, it's yeah. fighting stuff. It started fighting. Like, remember that big open area right there by, uh, you know, by uh, by Miss Haynes Hall. The weight room. Yeah, yeah. right there. Mm-hmm. Everybody started fighting. Everybody just stopped and looked. And I'm like, why everybody stopping and looking? And it was just so calm. Everybody yeah. was just so peaceful. And I was like, Real oh talk. wow. Real <laughs> It's a whole different atmosphere up here, but uh, nobody excited. Exactly, nah. it is like why they fighting. Real, that's <laughs> like, real question. Just be like, come on, y'all. <laughs> like why are y'all fighting? Real time. But uh, but you, sir, how did this shape your platform? Oh man, Baker is it's my roots. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like you know he's older than us, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of people who are in our class were like siblings to y'all, right. like little cousins and right. stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like we knew y'all. Right. You know what I'm Thanks. saying? Thanks. Like I knew from that day forward in the hallway, I was like, okay, this is a cool dude. Yeah. Even though he a senior, you yeah. know what I'm saying? He not like, oh, I'm way up here. Yeah. You know, this is a cool yeah. dude. And so honestly, y'all were like role models right. to watch y'all climb the ladder and to be successful right. and still be humble. And at the end of the day, Baker is always home. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? Like, it always comes back to, to Baker. Or even, like, with Fred or, or you know, with the other people who have been successful uh, that have come from Baker, they never shy away from it. They, they loud and proud, like, yeah, I'm from Baker. Baker, Louisiana. Right. And nobody knows where that is. Yeah, nobody thanks. knows what I'm talking about. Thanks, right. Thanks. <laughs> but uh, it honestly just taught me to be humble. You right. know what I'm saying? No matter how much success you reach no matter uh you know where you go in life to never let your head get big because i think a lot of people you know they come from these small towns and you'll never know that they came from them thanks because they don't say it they don't put it Mm -hmm. on front street where baker is the opposite we come from here and we continuously turn around you know to pull the people who are behind us up with us hey bro it's we we the generation that's gonna change it because literally the people who Doing great things, who ahead was ahead of us. They don't even talk. They the ones who don't talk about it, right. you know. And that's and nothing, all. I, nothing against anybody, yeah. you know. But starting with us, like we the ones who can really turn around, and it's the perfect time, a new school on the way. Right. So it's on us, bro. So I want us to take that and put that on our back too. Like we the ones who have the power and the platform, the will to you know make that change. In our own way, it don't have to be with no school board or anything. Right, right. True. <laughs> small stuff make a difference, bro. Yeah, small and, stuff. And honestly, it's small stuff like the dance battle. That's so significant to me. Yeah. Because I was a freshman, right? right? <laughs> I was, I wasn't even five feet yet as yeah, a freshman. That's yeah. crazy, but I was short. I was round. <laughs> I didn't look nothing like I looked today. Right, right, right. High school was intimidating to me. It had just started. But to have that experience in the hallway with you was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm gonna be all right. Yeah, it's not gonna be like TV where the seniors are like trying to shove your head in the toilet. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And it's like that just kind of set set the pace for the year. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And so the way that y'all were to us is the way that I've always wanted to be to other people, even when they not from Baker. Right. You know what I'm saying? Still turn around and be like, I'm never too big to acknowledge you and to help you and to you know just be somebody that's relatable. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's about, bro. Definitely. So, what, what about you? Um. Well, yeah, I pretty much saw all the good stuff. Uh, <laughs> I mean, but they're pretty much the same way. Like, uh, like just being from Baker, it teaches you different things. Cause like when I first, it's it's all when I got to high school, it taught me a lot about what Baker really is. Cause yeah. like 
Because, like, you know, cause, you know, when we got to high school when we joined the band, you know, and, um, well, we've been in the band middle school, but high school, when we joined the high school band or whatever, like, we we went to our first uh, Battle of the Bands. And remember, Mr. Taylor told us, when we win, don't cheer. Yep. And we was oh, like, I remember that. And I was like, wait, what? why are they not going to cheer for ourselves? You know, <laughs> and when they announced us, we just sitting there. And then, and then I asked Mr. Taylor later, I was like, how come we don't cheer when we win? He was like, we just, like, he, he, was, he was like, we're, we're a school from Baker. You don't necessarily expect us to win and stuff like that. So, but at the end of the day, we expect greatness from ourselves. Right. So when they announced that we first place winners, that's no surprise to us. We ain't got to cheer for nothing. We just looking looking at the next thing and like what we got to do next, you know, to be better and stuff of like that sort. And I took that with me. It was yeah. to, and it was it was it was my like first like one of my biggest humbling experiences because it was just like it was different. And so like from then on, it was just kind of like even freshman year when I did sports. Good lord. Um, like I ran track with you, I <laughs> and, I was just, and, and and we was on the four by four together. Yeah, we was on the four by four. I remember. And then me, and, and it was me and Cam. We was the only two freshmen on the he team. Was not bad at and all. And I was terrified because every everybody was everybody was seniors. It was him and and and, and um Matt and yeah, Aaron Kayvon, and uh, of all of them. Yeah. And I was just like, dang, this is scary. But like when I got on the team. Nobody made me feel like a freshman. Yeah, bro. It felt like family, and it was fun, you know. And it's like I they, remember them days. They always encouraged us, and I was like, "Dang, like this, this, like this right here, like you can tell Baker's really like." And a then family. this, but and once you realize this, when I went back and helped uh, the baseball football team, I think I just went out there and talked to him one day, and I told him, "Bro, like we all we got, like that's yeah, it." Literally. So like you know, like the other schools to where we had to embrace you, bro. Mm -hmm. You the only one here. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, if we turn you away, we being really stupid and ignorant. Like, you True. know what I'm saying? So whoever coming to give their time and put the real work in, I don't care if it's an A grader, man, embrace them because we need them. Right. And exactly. we, 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 we always be in those type of situations. And I feel like the sports that wasn't as successful as a sport simple as track is because, like, didn't embrace them. Not no disrespect. Not saying you was a weak link. You was a younger. You was a youngin, bro. You was a kid. We eighteen. You fourteen, fifteen. You know what I'm saying? Dope. So like, that 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 that's that's bro. This dope. Yeah, that that's that's that 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 was amazing, bro. That made us. That made us, bro. And now we able to share them experiences with the younger generation. You know, Man. the younger yeah. generation, your future. That made us, bro. It Real is. So I mean, like. Baker just shaped my entire entire viewpoint of everything because I always look at other places like people people rep them like they such big places and you don't hear nobody saying nothing about Baker right ever so right. I was kind of just like I want to change that nah we changing so so that's how I shaped mine cool cool I, I wanna I wanna shift the conversation a little bit mm -hmm. probably to a more serious tone which I know is you know this gonna be hard for all of us to talk yeah. about but a lot of people. They see you wear this necklace. Right, 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 right. But they don't know what it means. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so I want you to tell us about that. Well, really tell them about that. For sure. You know what I'm saying? And how it's inspired your music and, and where you are today and how you didn't succumb to that pain. Right. Uh, you know, this is my brother, DeAndre. Crazy Trey. You know, this who really made me chase that rap dream. You know what I'm saying? Like... It was all, you know, I always could rap, I always could do this, but he was so passionate about it, like, it was just different, like, you know what I'm saying, just, I had never saw passion for it, I knew I could do it and it was fun, and he couldn't do it as well as me, and he knew that, and he would tell me that, but it was the passion, and it's crazy that people who shape you, you know, 
not all people, but God sent some people here for a short period of time. You know what I'm saying? And as a 26-year-old man looking back on it, skipping to the end of the story, I'm going to go back. I see why you were here. I see it, bro. Like, And, I, and I'm so blessed that I went to Baker and I was able to cross paths with you. So in sixth grade, he came. And uh, I think by eighth grade, we had to, we were shooting videos in eighth grade. You know what I'm saying? So this ain't a new grind. And at that video shoot, his uh, uncle ended up being my cousin. So we ended up being related. <laughs> he, his, my mama dropped me off <laughs> at the video shoot, you know. And at this time, we used to be in a clique named The Dummy Boys. This Fred wasn't <laughs> rapping yet. Yeah. So uh, my mama pulled up, <clears throat> and his uncle said, Helen. And his my mama said, Levi. Now I'm looking at him. I'm like, this dude was in my mama's wedding. <laughs> and he's shooting his video, so he's like, man, y'all don't know y'all cousins? And so, bro, like, just from there, just went, and uh, they just kept grinding, bro, and just, you know, God caught him home, 18 years old, bro, you know, before we got to graduate. They were still chasing the dream, caught a straight bullet to the head, you know, ended his life. But when it happened, bro, it just, it kind of, it shook. Some people still ain't shake, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm one of them, bro. I'm I'm really one of them. You could hear it in my music. But I won't say I didn't shake back. I just can't let it go. Like it's just one of those things that I embrace holding on to it. You know, like my grandmother passed when I was twelve. I was able to let that go. I was able to let that go and just let God take it and just hold on to the good memories. But with Trey it's just I just can't let it go. And like, you know, it, it don't it don't hold it's not holding me back. It's not stressful at all. It's like a joy thing with me. Like, I feel his presence and, like, just knowing the passion he had for it, bro. And him hearing him tell me how good I was. You, man, you don't even take rap serious. You rap better than all of us. Then Fred coming along in 10th grade. I was in the studio. The first day Fred ever rapped into a mic. Me, DeAndre. Latrell, all us in that in that room, bro, at Latrell Mama House. And just to see what it came to, bro, it's just <laughs> hey. People don't understand, bro, and like nobody was in my shoes, nobody was in the rooms with me when we was kids, like on the computer with a towel, a sock over a mic, like <laughs> <laughs> to see these sold out crowds and I just know he's smiling down, bro. And like that's just all the motivation in the world, just knowing Somebody had these big dreams and aspirations and it was cut short and they couldn't do nothing about it and you couldn't do nothing about it. So just, you know, like, at an early age, I saw that death was something that we got to go through and I didn't have a choice, you know. So by the time he passed away, it had never hit me that close of being like a friend, but I kind of knew that, that it get better, you know what I'm saying? It, and, 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 it, and it does get better, and it got better, but, you know, I still hold on to it, bro. I can't yeah. let it go, you know. No, I definitely yeah. feel that. And it's funny because, um, you know, he was he was one of those people who it's crazy because he didn't even march in the band freshman year. Yeah. But, you know, he played mellow. Yeah. And I think I was telling my sister this the other day. I was saying how um, he was always around, though. You know, so he might as well have he might as well march. Let's just be honest. (laughs) He was always around. And I remember we used to split off into what we call sectionals to practice. And uh him and Fred would actually take me and some of the other freshmen 
at work with us because we couldn't play up to par with everybody else because right. we were younger kids. <clears throat> and I remember Trey used to grab the back of my head like it was a little squash yeah. or something. <laughs> <laughs> and he used to give me these, he used to fuss at me for not breathing, not for real fuss, yeah. but you know, but like, always come be on, teaching man, me like how to breathe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and teach me how to like breathe and stuff. And it's crazy because, you know, looking back, I'm like, you know, that's, that's the kind of kindness that people need. Right. You know, that, that kind of motivation. Right. And so, I guess that would bring me to the, the the point of, do you think that, well, what do you think wins? Nature, like your environment, or like nurture? Just on average. And what one would you? Mm, I would say nurture. Like nurture being like the events that occurred in my yeah. life, kind of like just that, bro. Like, you know, nature can, depends on what you go through and depends on how you view the things you go through. You know what I'm saying? But with me, it was, it was most definitely like a nurture thing, bro. Like, cause stuff just never stopped slapping me in my face. Like, and it was just event after event after event after event. And from people dying to friends crossing you, like just all that type of stuff, bro. Like, so it just, it just kind of made me to who I am. And, I would say it it's a mixture. It was it was a mixture because the nature of it is me being a Scott, me being mixed with my mama Williams. I have these things that I hold, these roots that I just hold tight, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But and they help me be able to understand like these events. They not here to they not here to terrorize me. They just here to make me strong. I gotta go through this stuff. I don't have a choice. So even if I don't have to, I'm going through it. Mm-hmm. So I can't fold. So I would say nurture, bro. If I answered that right. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah you definitely yeah. answered it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree with that. What, what, what you thinking over there? You look like you in. I, I mean, cause you know I was a psychology major, so we always they always <laughs> brought right up this up in then. class, and and it, people always be debating like, oh no, it's nurture. Oh no, it's nature, and this and this and that and stuff of that sort. You know, because, like, you know, for those who don't know, this has been a long-standing, like, debate in their field for, like, ever. Because, yeah. like, they was, like, nature, like, where a person grows up at, the things around him shapes, you know, who they become. And nurture is kind of just, like, how they were raised, people that had a hand in their life and everything. And I, I honestly, I honestly can't say that you can pull the two apart, really. Because, like, growing up here in Baker, I mean, like, I would definitely say that it, it is it is like shaped me in ways that I don't think any other place can because like Baker has kind of got like no Baker ain't no way hood we got like <laughs> right it ain't it ain't it's very very suburban right. but yeah. it's kind of like you got the people who want to be from the hood so bad right. here right. <laughs> so um trying their best to turn it to them exactly right, right. but still not succeed because Baker is like like a few years ago was voted one of the safest places to live. Right, right. But um <clears throat> but uh but yeah like Baker it, it, it is it's real quiet, real down to earth and it's kinda like you know everybody in Baker, really. Because right. Baker's not really that big per se. Right, right. But um and then also I would say nurture though because like my mama she was real how I am today is because of her. Like yeah. a lot of the stuff she did, like she would really like take her time with like my emotions and the way that I view things and you know and like whenever I experienced something I, w- I was comfortable enough to bring it to her because she would sit down and she would explain stuff to me and stuff of that sort so I'm gonna have to definitely say it's both yeah. because I just I can't find a way to separate the two at all I'm gonna definitely have to agree with y'all on that one um 
shoot, y'all said, I see why you didn't want to go last. Y'all, <laughs> y'all be the <laughs> No, I definitely agree, though. It's it's definitely both. You know, I think there are certain aspects um, where nature definitely won, you know. Mm-hmm. But then there are a lot of aspects where nurture won. Right. You know what I'm saying? And just, just our upbringing, you know. One thing I can say about Baker is that it's a – it's a pretty uplifting community. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? People don't even have to know you to support you, like talking about. Right, it is. And and there's a, a pride in the city that <clears throat> people just have, mm-hmm. you know? And that's what we want the younger generation to get so that they can carry the torch, you know, that was lit by people like us and people who came before us. You right, know? right. So I'm definitely going to go with both. But before we get out of here, like, just tell us about your music, and your music journey. Mm-hmm. Cause like that's big. It's crazy. We've talked about everything but music. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. that's what you call that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, bro. Just I wrote quick. I wrote my first rap when Hurricane Katrina hit. My uh mama let my great uncle, he brought uh probably like he probably bought like ten people with him to come stay with him at our house. And my mama loved his uncle. He he passed away now, but she loved him so much, like she knew he wasn't gonna bring nobody there who was gonna, you know, mistreat mm-hmm. the house or whatever. Yeah. So uh, we sitting outside one day, and this dude, he dead now, bro. It's just crazy, bro. And he was just writing a rap <clears throat> CD player, like the old CD player. <laughs> <laughs> he writing a rap. And he just saw me just standing at him. He like, you wanna write one? And I'm like, yeah. So we sat there. <clears throat> and it's so crazy, bro, cause like, I really remember him telling me I, first thing I wanted to rap about was girls and, <laughs> and, and cars. <laughs> and he's like, that ain't what you do. He like, what you do? So we sat there and we talked about, you got to, I think I was eight, maybe nine. When we sat there and I told him, you know, I play football, baseball. I'm telling him what I do. Mm-hmm. And my rap said, <clears throat> see, my game ain't just football. Spin it all in the mall. Pulling short is getting numbers through my cellular phone. I'm still young, but my money is old. I got to get it and go. I got to get that Viper Coupe on the road. I'm balling out of control. That's my first rap ever. That's, okay. that's still you hard. That's cold for eight, nine years old. <laughs> so, right. so, if you just remember that. Hey, bro. And, and, and he helped me right there and just just carried on, bro. And just imagine Hurricane Katrina hit 05, yeah. 05 to 2023. I, I just kept writing raps, bro. And now. You know, I, I I like I like I would tell myself that I'm one of the greatest storytellers of all time. Just I don't have the attention on me yet. Yeah. But when the attention do come, when God bless me with that, a lot of people gonna agree with that, and that's coming from a humble place, you know, because I done seen so much, and it's so easy now, bro. And it's and it's such a blessing, dog, for it to be this easy. It's so easy now. If I think about it, I could make a song about it. A song that I'ma like, not not me forcing it. Like you know, some mm-hmm. people force some stuff. Yeah. Like and it just flow out. And my wife, she always tell me, just like, you really amazing. Like, <laughs> you sit in there, fifteen twenty minutes, and you come back with this journey. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so my music journey's been crazy, bro. I didn't I slept in my truck. I didn't been in other states broke. I didn't moved out. I didn't slept in basements in other states. Everything that can happen, I done went to shows, shows got canceled, I turn around, try to turn around the medium, my truck gets stuck, dude got to pull me out who I don't know, so just the journey, the journey will make it, you know, the journey's still going on, so I can't cap it off, 
Yeah. But so far, bro, it's been a beautiful journey, and it's making me so strong, dog. You know what I'm saying? For real. Yeah. I think that's a crazy. Uh, that's it's crazy that you would call it a journey because I think that's that's definitely uh, it's like life. Right. You know, real life talk. is a journey. Real talk, bro. And it's crazy because I think that you've already meet, reached so many people. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I, I can I can <clears throat> guarantee you. That there are kids who have been like on they you know they got phones now they ain't had the yeah, house computers like time. we had growing up, <laughs> but they probably on their iPhones and whatnot watching videos and 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 looking and they're like oh man this this dude from Baker really and they from Baker or they from mm, Scotland yeah, or they yeah. from all these other little Good small time. cities Zachary yeah Zachary and and you know that's inspiring to them and I get that a lot and that's yeah that's what inspired me the people who not afraid to tell me how they really feel because that's the real motivation like. My my still manifesting project dropped December 14, twenty twenty one. This year, twenty twenty three, bro. Somebody wrote me like that album still get me through the toughest days. It's like a bible to me, and I I, I know that they I know what they mean when they tell me that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you know I'm I'm nowhere close in comparison to God. None of that, bro. But I know what you're saying. Like you hear exactly the reason I wrote it. It might have been just for that person. Like mm-hmm. the reason that all that stuff came out of my mouth and we put all these beats and production and all that together was for somebody to tell me that. Like, you get it. Just as long as that one person get it, I know somebody I know it's possible for my music to hit where I need it to hit. And yeah. for it to be out there hitting the right way, you know. And yeah. I, I love that you said that, um, because you know, a lot of people uh you know, they, they, people always say, well, sometimes you might be the only Jesus somebody know. And that, yeah. that was a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, that might be somebody who they don't know how to pray. Right. They don't know how to get in their Bible and, and trust in the Lord. You know what I'm saying? But your music may have ministered to them and planted that seed that somebody else will come along and water. Oh, and I put yeah. this on crazy <laughs> trade, dog. Mm-hmm. On crazy trade. I be... I talk to myself, bro. I'm really crazy. You know I mean? <laughs> and I think that's why I rap so good. Like, I, and I think I think that's why my talent is flourishing because I'm learning how to. All I do is talk on my songs now, just with rhythm. I just be talking. I love it. I just be talking with rhythm. With I throw a rhyming word in there when I need to. But if you listen next time, you listen to a Joe Scott song, just kind of just really listening. You gonna kind of feel what I'm saying. Like it just be me really running it mm-hmm. and I, I don't stray away from no event that happened in my life because I know it's not there to tear you down it's only gonna tear you down if you let it that'll make yep. you strong you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying yep. so I'm just I'm, I'm 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 strong right now I'm happy bro like my life peaceful I'm grinding and I'm watching the steps I'm able to sit back and watch the blessings just add up so the journey, bro. It's just I'm excited yeah. for what's coming. I'm excited. I'm excited yeah, for man, that. and that's beautiful. Cause like, cause like you said, as long as you know that that one person get it, yeah, bro. Then that's all that matters. And that, and that's a lot of that's kind of like what we be saying too. Like, yeah. even if only one person listen to this podcast, so be it. You Real know, cause like right. as long as it's ministering to somebody. Cause at the end of the day, that's how you know when you're trying to operate in your purpose. Facts. You're yeah. trying to operate that's in your God given talent. That's what it's about. You know, because yeah. if you're doing this, you know, by the grace of God or for God, and letting God use your talents, then like. It don't matter the type of platform you get because right. you're doing it out of love. He's going right. to take care of you regardless. As you can see, he's taking care of. <laughs> <He gonna take laughs> right. Married, okay, still going on tours, everything. He said yeah. 
he said he happy. Peace. Right, right, you right, know, and right. that's what it looks like to operate in your purpose. Facts. Right. You better get into that, man. Yeah, that, the word says it best. Like, the Bible says your, your, gifts, your gifts will make room for you. You know what I'm saying? And we sitting amongst three living examples. Right. We're from Baker. <laughs> you Thanks. know what I'm saying? Just like, even make the humblest of humble beginnings. The only thing <laughs> worse might be like Tallulah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, but uh, before we wrap up though, um, I just want to say like, would y'all have expected yourselves to be like where y'all are now, looking back on the person you used to be? Like, would y'all say y'all still the same in some aspects, like in your core? Are you completely different? Like, I'm completely different. Like, I'm still the same as far as like personality and joking and all that, but I'm completely different just because. All, all the stuff that we didn't talk about in this interview and as a kid built up a lot of anger, bro, and I didn't used to know how to control it, mm-hmm. you know, from I didn't been arrested, all everything, bro. Like, so that's why I'm different at learning how to control my emotions, learning that my emotions are just emotions. I control them, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I, as, as the, the adult Lester, Joe Scott, he the same guy. He just learned how to control his emotions, and he... You know, it's very few words. You know, my daddy said, if you don't have nothing good to say, don't say anything. So I just try to make sure when I talk nowadays, it's something good. Like, you know what I'm saying? For my real. My grandmother always said it, but For I still real. said it anyway. <laughs> real, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's okay. real. Man, I think I'm definitely a different person. Uh, like you said, things happen in life that just make you angry, you know? Mm-hmm. And. I remember one time, and it, this was well into adulthood. Like, right. I used to have to punch stuff sometimes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I didn't had swollen knuckles so many times, and mm. you know, the good. I was always smart though. I punched stuff just enough to where my knuckles didn't bleed. Yeah, and they might be swollen, but nobody really pay attention to your hands like uh-uh. that, Real so time. they don't really know. <laughs> but as I've gotten older, and you know, with friends and getting close to the Lord, I've definitely learned how to control my emotions. Um, and honestly, I just grew up, you know. Mm-hmm. A lot of ways were just very childish, you know, and self-centered, you know. Not necessarily like like a terrible person self-centered, but mm-hmm. just like, you know, when, when you're coming up, you worry about yourself. <laughs> yes, yeah. You know, right. and, and now in my adulthood, and as I've gotten older, I realize that it's, it's about so much more than me. You know, it's about the people around me. It's about the people who were ahead of me. It's about impacting the people who were behind me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I would definitely say that uh, in a lot of ways, I'm very different, but I think that my core values are still the same. Facts, facts, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, I would definitely say that I agree. Like, me at the core, I would honestly kind of say I'm still kind of the same. I mean, I would say, like, because even back then, all my bad values and habits I had was kind of the same. Everything the same. <laughs> yes, man, man. Like, they were like, 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 it was pretty much the same. So, like, Honestly, the only the, the the major changes I had was like taking out those bad things, or yeah. you know rearranging them, or kind of like learning myself, or learning how to heal. You know, you know all the different factors that y'all that y'all pointed out. Um, I've done all of that and everything, but I would kind of I would definitely say I'm still the same person. Like, I mean, instead of life making me angry, life made me scared. Right. Like, yeah, I was angry. I was scared. I, I used to be like go that. nowhere. I, I used to be like I that. I won't go nowhere. Anxiety was bad. I lived in fear for a long time. Man, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, and even if it followed me well into adulthood, like it took me a minute to get rid of that. Likewise. So, like, 
and after I got rid of that and I started to understand, like, even now, I'm, like, just, like, starting to understand, like, I wasn't always a scary person. Because, like, even you mentioned, you was, like, back then you used to be, like, a wild person. Not even just, like, wild, crazy, but, like, you didn't care what you said. Like, you would just outright say it. Like, you had a lot of confidence. You were just an outgoing person. And now I'm, like, the polar opposite because I've let people and what they say kind of, like, just kind of, like, paint this different picture or just make me muzzle myself or just be like, I don't want a problem, so I'm just going to shut up type thing or just, like, you know, water myself down. So I've kind of, like, just started getting back into, like, who I really was, you know, at the end of the day, like, in the beginning, you know, kind of like you said, back to the basics, right, you know, right. just to keep them bacon. So, I mean, I would still say I'm pretty much the same. That's wrong. <laughs> I feel that. Well, man, that's all the time we got today. Um, I just want to thank our special guest again, you know, my boy. So much. And, you know, you know y'all go check his music out, you know, and, and be a part of the journey. The same way that y'all are on our journey into manhood, be a part of his journey as well. But before you get out of here. Wait, hold on. Before you do. Oh, yeah. Tell him about your new project you just dropped. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just dropped a new project. It's on all platforms titled Visions. And uh, I feel like it's... If you just go listen to it if you get the chance to. It's, it's only probably like 25 minutes long. Us short is seven songs. And it's some it's some amazing music. And not only is it some amazing music, you know, it, it's well thought out, well processed. It's perfected, you know, and uh, it's just some great messages in the music from relationship advice to people in the streets advice. You know, I just, I just, I'm just giving everything that I got on my little money right now. <laughs> it's on that. It's on that. On, on visions. I, feel I swear, y'all do. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be waiting on y'all uh, review from it. Okay, Real I got you. Look, we're gonna put the link down in the comments uh, below so that y'all can watch it and give him some feedback as well. You know, we gotta support each other. We That's all try to eat, That's right? A bit. I appreciate Always. it. Definitely. <clears throat> but before we get out of here officially, we got one more thing. Uh, since you are a season finale, we do have a gift for you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, nobody likes to leave here empty-handed except for Fred. We'll take, we'll take care of him. Yeah, we'll take care of him. That's person. But this is for you. And you can show the camera what it is. Yes, hard. First ever man cave hoodie. Yeah, for those that are listening, <laughs> yes, it's a hoodie. And just back, for him on the back. Just yeah. give the rest of y'all can't get that. Yeah. Man, this cut is your car special. Cut it off. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to wear it. <laughs> if I do wear it, it's going to be in the video, I promise. Hey, bro, it's amazing. That, bro. Thank you, you brother. Thank Most you so much, dog. Real talk. But yeah, man, that's our season finale. We will see you guys in season three. Peace.